All right, folks, let's find Psalm 23. Find Psalm 23, and we're going to look at just one verse, the first verse of Psalm 23, and we'll try to uh, work our way through it. Um, in Psalm 23, verse 1, of course, says, uh, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Uh, let's pray together. Father, I thank you for the opportunity to come, Father God, and to share this with my brothers and sisters, Father God, with this precious church, Father God. I, I also, Father God, covet the opportunity to share it, God, with those who are listening in some other way, Father God, or viewing in some other way. I thank you, Father God, that they are able to do that. I thank you, Father God, that as a church we have to provide that. We know it's only by your mercy and your grace, Father God, that any of those efforts, Father God, ever, uh, ever uh, pay off, Father God, they ever deliver the gospel. That, that you must condone this, Father God, and I thank you for it. I pray, Father God, for this church. I pray for our community. I pray for our schools and our uh, uh, school children and the uh, teachers and employees, Father God, who have to go back over the next couple of days in this area, Father. I pray for us, Lord. I pray, God, for wisdom among our leaders, Father God. I pray, God, that, that, uh, that understanding, which may have been lacking so far, Father God, will be given by you, Lord, so that they can understand exactly the ramifications of their decisions, Father. And I pray, Father God, that our, uh, our people are protected. I pray, Father God, especially for the church for which I am responsible, Father God. I pray for our families, our children, those who are going to go back into this environment, Father God. I pray for their safety first and foremost. But I also pray, Father God, that you will continue to bless us, Father, that, that whatever needs to be done, Father God, can be done, and that whatever, that there will be uh, proper leadership, Father God, on, in, on all levels, Father. Uh, all I can do, Father, is, is surrender my own leadership. Bless me, Father God, that I will do what is right, Father, that I will act wisely, Father God, and that I will lead this church appropriately. Lord, we love you, Father, because we know, Lord, that in the end, Father, the, the whole purpose of all of this, Lord, is the distribution of the gospel to the nations. It's why, we, it's why we live and it's why we breathe, Father God. It's why we have an existence still upon this earth, that we might share the gospel with everyone we see, Father God, and those we cannot. So, Father God, I pray for that. I pray, God, that, that the, the efforts of mission and evangelism of this church, Father God, could not be daunted by disease, but that they will overcome, Father. They will, uh, they will uh, destroy the obstacle before them, Father God, and that they will uh, deliver the message, Father God, uh, to the nations where it's needed the most. Lord, we love you, God. I thank you, God, most of all for the gift of Christ Jesus, Father God, whose precious blood takes away our sins, Father, and I ask you please now that you could bless us and bless our state, Father God, and keep us safe. In the name of Christ, I pray, Lord. Amen. Um, it's funny that in the middle of a, of a trying time like this that we would uh, arrive at the 23rd Psalm, and it's funny, and I guess I'm, I have been involved in teaching this the first 22 over what I, I forget how long this has been going on, uh, half a year at least, and um, that going through it, um, I've come to the realization that that first off, Psalm 23 is is almost cliche for us. We know it so well. People who don't know one Bible verse know Psalm 23. We use it and in some ways abuse it. We don't hear its truth anymore. Do you understand what I mean? It's been recited over us so much we just don't hear its truth. It's like talking about John 3.16. We've said it so much. We've talked about it so much. People who don't know our Lord uh, at all still know that verse. And they, the, the truth just isn't, isn't penetrating any longer. So we, we want to look at the truth slowly. And I was going to go at a certain pace and 
God bless, and I'm, I think I'm going to go very slowly through Psalm 23 because I want, I want this truth to make its way to the, to the depths of our hearts. And at the same time, I want it to be an encouragement because a lot of us are going to feel this way if my school starts tomorrow, to be honest with you. And so we're, a lot of us are going to feel this way. What we have been tacitly dealing with since March now feels real because we're not going to hospitals when you have some possible hope through professionalism of controlling something. We are dealing with the unruly and the spoiled. And that's just the teachers. The kids are so much worse. A kid who's wore a mask, a mask since March at school, if you tell them wear a mask, will not wear it because nobody's going to tell them what to do. Anybody who teaches knows this is the truth. Knows this is the truth. So we're at a difficult time and we need the inspiration of our Lord. We need to not worry. I mean, we've spent so much time worrying about what politicians thought about things. And all I'm going to tell you is this. Just show me one that's on your side. No such thing. Do never expect people with an agenda to have an agenda that suits you. They have their own agenda. They're doing what they want to do with their position. They're politicians. That's what they do, guys. That's why all of us pretty much regard, the no we regard as truth the notion that they're not really trustworthy, right? Because they've got their own agenda. Suiting their own purposes. And it was our mistake and not their mistake. Our mistake was trusting someone other than our shepherd. Our mistake was trusting someone's truth other than God's truth. Our, our mistake was going to, to, to the mainstream media or alternate media or Facebook and Twitter or wherever we go for our news. Our mistake was going there instead of going to God's Word. We want to know how to navigate this world. This is not the first pandemic. Pandemics have been raging for thousands of years. This is just the first one in the Facebook era. First one that's going to get that type of attention. The Bible has been navigating disease and death and heartache and triumph for thousands of years. The Bible knows. So we'll go to it, and then we're going to begin with that one, that first verse. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Now, just to look at Psalm 23 as a microcosm, just a second. The Scottish minister and writer Alexander McLaren, one of my favorites to quote, to be honest with you. He captured the importance of Psalm 23. It's a long quote. So, so you know, track with me. I've, I've got notes here if you want to take a look later. They're right, they're right here. Uh, no wise forward can look, can ignore the possibility of many sorrows and the certainty of some. Hope has ever something of dread in her eyes. It's such a magical statement that he makes. There's not Bible. It's a good thing. It's not a God thing. Hope's got something of dread in her eyes. So even when we're hoping, even when we're full of anticipation, we still understand what? That things can turn bad in an instant, can't they? You are, you are rejoicing in the morning and weeping in the evening. And that's how fast the world turns around us. The road will not always, uh, will not be always bright and smooth but will sometimes plunge down into grim cations where no sunbeams reach. But even that anticipation may be calm. Thou art with me is enough. He who guides me into the gorge will guide through it. It is not a cul-de-sac shut in with precipices at the far end. 
but it opens out on shining tablelands where there is greener pasture. The whole theme of this is we're going to reach the valley. There are going to be times of deep, dark valleys. You can't see your hand in front of your face, and you're not sure what's going to happen. You really think this may be your end. And McLaren's hopeful, biblically-based promise is this, is that it's not a cul-de-sac. It's not a, you're not captured in darkness. But in the end, it's going to open into green pastures. In the end, the light's going to drive the darkness away. Now, King David, he's the human author of this psalm and the previous 22 we just studied. He's focused on the struggles of real life so far, especially his life, his reign and warfare, all those things. And he's paid really close attention to a personal and symbolic ongoing struggle with human and supernatural enemies. We've seen that scattered throughout those 22 Psalms. It's the fact that sometimes he's afraid of people, right? He knows there are people that are legitimately out to get him. Now, paranoia aside, everybody in this room has, an ex has at least one experience in which you met somebody and they just took a disliking to you from the very first moment they saw your face. It was the cut of your hair or your whatever. They just didn't like you. Everyone's experienced that, the commonality of that. Uh, you didn't do anything. Or, or maybe sometimes you did something and they just weren't willing to get over it. There was someone who was easily offended. So we've been through that part of it. We've also similarly struggled with the idea that maybe there were forces aligned against us. Unseen forces. We've struggled with evil. We've struggled with the human face of evil. And we've str struggled with that faceless, demonic evil. Now, now, whether it was really there or not isn't the issue. The fact that we perceived it was. The fact that we understood the world that way means it's now a biblical issue to deal with. The fact that I, I thought that person had it in for me, even if they really didn't, the fact that I've, I've understood it that way, or I felt like there were demonic forces aligned against me, it doesn't matter if it was really true at that time. What matters is that I am now seeing the world through kind of a, a veil of persecution. Which, which requires the Bible to, uh, to understand. The king begins the psalm with a simple statement, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. All reliance is placed firmly on the shoulders of the shepherd who leads. There's one thing we've got right now. Said, we rely on, he's my shepherd.